where they find these guys, Fred. Fella, you don't start playing ball at your age, you retire. Where'd he find you? The Heber Oilers. The Heber Oilers? I never heard of them. I'm semi-pro. Semi-pro. Schultz, go warm up. Did you ever play organized ball in your life? I just got back in the game. What does that mean? I used to play in high school. Excuse me? I used to play in high school. Freddie <laughs> used to play in high school. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> just like Roy Hobbs, Antonio Carrillo was an awesome baseball I hate Dupert. I hate seeing things are awesome. That's so lame. I'm going to start over. Just like Roy Hobbs, Antonio Carrillo was a phenomenal baseball player in high school. He was a three-time varsity baseball letter winner. He was his league's player of the year as a senior. He batted 483 with 26 stolen bases. He was selected by the Atlanta Braves in the Major League Baseball draft, but he turned them down because he had a full-ride scholarship playing at San Diego State for head coach Tony Gwynn. And also like Roy Hobbs, Tony was nearly killed by a murderous, oddball, serial-killing woman who murdered successful athletes. Okay, actually that last part, that I made that part up. But Tony does really have something in common with Roy Hobbs. Both were gifted baseball players who had a ton of potential but got sidetracked playing the game, only to reemerge years later and resurrect their baseball careers at a time when they should be hanging up their cleats and not busting a new pair out of the box. When Tony suited up for the Point Park Pioneers this year, he was 28 years old and had a wife and two kids. He'd been out of the game for nearly a decade. But what he also had was that insatiable itch to play baseball. So at a time when most college baseball players had been seasons removed from playing the game, he was jumping back in. He was living in San Diego, had a full-time job and a good job, but baseball was missing from his life. So Tony started putting together a video package of himself playing baseball and basically was cold calling and sending it out to coaches across the country. And one of the coaches he sent it to was Lauren Torres, the head coach at Point Park University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Coach Torres was intrigued and impressed and invited him out. So Tony flew across the country to Pittsburgh and bada bing, bada boom. Now Tony, who had grew up basically as far southwest as you can possibly be in the United States, was suddenly uprooting his family and traveling thousands of miles just to get on the diamond again. And here's a quote from Coach Torres about Tony. He says, I've been coaching close to 25 years and consider Tony to be the best complete package of student, person, and player that I've ever had the privilege to coach. Not only is the journey he has had to endure in order to fulfill his dream of finishing his collegiate baseball career an amazing one, but the manner in which he has done it speaks to his determination to compete and not just participate. He's never asked to be late, to miss, or have any type of special assistance. He's hard-nosed, wants to win, and makes the players around him better. So when I heard about Tony and his story, I said, that's a guy I want to talk to. That's the kind of story I want to present on the 123 Inning College Baseball Podcast. So I now present to you my interview with Antonio Carrillo, shortstop for the Point Park Pioneers.
I guess to start off with, you've had a long and interesting journey in regards to your your collegiate baseball career. And so I, I suppose the natural place to start would be the beginning. So coming out of high school, you were selected by the Braves in the MLB draft, but you decided to go to college. Was the decision to go pro or go to school a difficult one for you? Uh, not really. I mean, to be honest, I wish I was a little bit more mature at the time. Um, I'll say I was 18. But yeah, I mean, uh, I decided to go to college because I thought to myself, uh, if I got drafted right here at high school, which is was a miracle by itself, you know, because I was short, small. The high school I was going to was in wasn't wasn't very popular. It was literally very close to the border of Mexico. It was like and we had a new coach, so things started going well there. So I got drafted uh, without me even knowing. I had no idea the Braves were looking at me. I knew the Texas Rangers called me in the 16th round, and uh, they asked me if I was I was willing to sign. And I said, you know what? If you give me a hundred thousand dollars, I'll sign because I have a San Diego State. A full ride. So going back to to that, the reason why I went to college was because I thought to myself, if I got drafted now. Um, imagine in three years, I'll be able to get drafted and and you know and have more potential to be successful and and, and get a bigger signing bonus. But I do like your headspace in regards to, um, you know, if I'm picked once here, just think of how much better I can do and improve my position if I continue to play. You're are you you're a San Diego native? Is that correct? Yeah, I was born and raised in San Diego. Yeah. Okay, so um, was it was it an easy decision for you to to go to San Diego State? I mean, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if I had more offers. Um, my coach said that San Diego State wanted to see me, and I said, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna, I want to sign there, and it's in San Diego, and that's where I want to go. So I didn't get reached out by any other colleges, or or coach didn't tell me anything else. And then what was it like having Tony Gwynn as a coach? I mean, were you a baseball fan growing up? Because for me, um, he was, you know, at kind of the apex of his playing career when I was younger. So if it was me, every time I would see him, uh, if I was in your situation, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's Tony Gwynn. What was that like? I don't know. It was it was, it was, was amazing. Uh, I couldn't believe it at the beginning. Like, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't even uh, believe that. It, he was my coach, uh, you know, and it was, it was, a, it was. I felt like pressured. I don't know if you understand. I was maybe because I, maybe because I was young, I uh, wanted to to impress him and perform sure all the time and to make sure that I was, I was, I was of his liking. Yeah, well, no, that makes sense. And then you went to San Diego State, and so let me think. You were there in 2010. Is that right? Your first year. Yeah, I believe so, yep. Okay, so you would have missed Steven Strasburg by one year. Yeah, that's correct. I, I just missed him. He Obviously, he went a couple of times to practice, and he even threw against us. I didn't get to hit against him, but he threw against us a couple of times. Did you realize that you were probably seeing a future major leaguer there? No, nah, to be honest, not at the moment. I knew he was extremely good, and I knew he threw like 103 or something like that. But yeah, I mean, like I said... Uh, when you're 18, like your mind is not where you want it to be, 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent And then you got to play with or play with Addison Reed, another major league baseball player, too. Yeah, yeah, I did. He was our starter. I remember that. He, even though I think he was a closer or setup guy in the majors, he was our starter 
And I did face him. I got to face him. He has a nasty, nasty cutter. Oh, no doubt. Were you at San Diego State for one year or two? Just one year. One year. So what derailed your initial college career? I mean, obviously, you didn't. I know you didn't do the best statistically. Was it that? Or what was, I guess, what got you sidetracked? What demotivated you? What knocked you out of the game for a bit? I remember I started the first game. I was a center fielder. For the, for, it was a doubleheader for the first game. I went two for four the first game. And then the next game, I went 0 for 4. And after that, I just, it was really tough for me to hit. You know, I was always a little late. I was always a little late. And I couldn't hit, couldn't hit, and couldn't hit. So my playing time went down, 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 down. So I was always mm-hmm. into to pinch, pinch room or, or play defense at late innings. And we get one up back here, one up back there, and I couldn't perform. So I was, a, uh, I felt pressured. And uh, you know I wanted to perform. So at the end of, this, of, the, of the, the season, Coach Martinez and Coach Gwynn sit down with me, and they he tell, they tell me that they need they'll take they have to take my scholarship away because uh, there there's more kids coming in, and that they're gonna have to take my scholarship away. But that they want me in the team, and uh, you're gonna perform. You're young, and uh, like I said, I was immature, and I was like. You know what? I honestly, first of all, I didn't have a place to stay because my family lived in in Mexico, right across the border from from San Diego. So I was like, I need to find a place to stay. And uh, my family they have no income. I mean, they low income, working class. So uh, for me to find a place to stay, pay rent, and uh, you know, all that was gonna be hard. But that wasn't the reason. I was that's one of the reasons. But like I said, I was I was like, you know what? Um, I need to. I felt a little butthurt too, immature. And uh, but then I met my current wife now at the time, and uh, and we moved in together and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna find another place to play. And then I went to San Diego City College right the next the next year. Okay, so then you went and just played there for one year. I played for one year, and it was it was a good year for me. I was able to <clears throat> to 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 get my confidence back and perform again uh, how how I how I, how I did in the past. After that, did you just not get any additional offers or was it just the motivation to continue to play in college not there or finances or? No, I, I actually did get a few looks. I remember there was a couple of D1 schools that went. Um, that day ended up, they didn't give me an, they didn't offering me anything. But then there was a D two school called State San Bernardino that offered me a full ride, and I was willing to go there. But I found out that first of all, my my mom was a little sick. She was sick, so she needed my support. So I had to begin working, learn for help to help her out, and also my I was living with my current wife at the time, and we were we became pregnant flipped out, you know, my family was worried, so I thought I had to go immediately, you know, to work, and to work sure. to, to have support for my my kid. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Obviously, as much as you'd like to go to school and, and play baseball, you had much more important things that you had to concentrate on. Now, so you took this hiatus then from from playing baseball at the collegiate level, and now, all of a sudden, what, almost almost 10 years later, you pop back up 
and you're playing baseball again. So how did that come about? Well, like I was saying, living with my wife, um, we were, the reason why it took me forever, I was going to say it was first because of my kid. Now I have two kids. I have a daughter. She's about to be two years old. But um, it's because we were, I, I always wanted to go back. You know, there was always, baseball was always in the back of my head. There was a time I took like three, four years without playing baseball at all. And then I just began playing baseball like on the Sunday leagues, you know, just, just for fun. And that's when I started getting my interest back. You know, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. But now we had a, we had car insurance. We had car payments. Sure, yeah. Apartment payments. And my wife had been working up to a job with really good pay. She was working real hard for, for it, and she was able to get promoted from within, and she was making really good money. She was comfortable. So it was hard for me to just take her out off of that, you know, be like, you know what, it's time for me. And I didn't want to leave my son either. Like, I could have gone places by myself. Um, and play ball and left my son, but I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to leave. So if I was gonna go play baseball somewhere, I was gonna take my whole family. That was the only yeah, the, the only way I was gonna go do it. So a year prior, attending Point Park, I looked, I sent my video out to a bunch of schools because I was I wanted to go somewhere to play, and there was a lot of response, and I ended up not going anywhere just because my wife she wasn't ready for it and i know it wasn't going to work out unless she was ready for it and she wanted to support me in this journey you know so then a year later i did it again and this time it, it came through it came through and i was able to find a place to play we went to visit a few colleges i was gonna i was i said to myself uh, I'm going to take my family with me, so I'm going to visit three colleges that offer me every, everything that I could be offered to me, support. I need to talk to the coaches. I need to meet them. So I flew to uh, – it was a, uh, a college in Arizona and then the College of Idaho in Idaho and then I went to Point Park. And I just, we stayed with Point Park. So at the time, you're still in San Diego or Southern California area, yeah, right? Was, right. At the time, in San Diego, yeah. working. I was working. I also had a good job. Like I said, we had we had health insurance, we had life insurance for our, for our kids. I had a, I had I was a branch administrator first for a for a landscaping company, and then I became a, a, a field manager, and then I was about to become an account manager. So. I was, we were moving in the right direction. It wasn't an easy, you know, it was an easy decision to to leave everything we've accomplished and come here, fulfill my dream. My priority was finishing school and at the same time, you know, play my last two years of baseball because I didn't want to leave with the, I didn't want to live saying that I could have played. And that's quite the move from Southern California to Pittsburgh. I mean, I reckon just kind of the way that you're, that you're talking, that you don't really have any connections out there. So you're really uprooting your the whole family and life and moving somewhere that's completely foreign to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked to Coach Torres. We, I flew with my wife. We met the coaching staff. and We were going to go to Arizona. I was like, you know what, Arizona is closer to San Diego. Everything works. You know, it's, we, we can make it work this way. But my wife said to me, she's like, if you're going to do this, because the school that I was going to go to wasn't wasn't that it wasn't a winning program. It was just a winning program, but it was 
new a new program that just started. So I was like, if you if you're gonna do this, you know, try to go go to a place where you're gonna be able to compete at the high level and get an opportunity to play in the playoffs or in you know a national championship. And I was like, you know what, let's do it. So we decided to go to Point Park. In regards to your situation, you're you're a husband. You're you have two kids. You're going to school, and then you're also playing baseball. How do you manage to find time to, you know, have a job as well? I guess kind of take me through a typical work day during the baseball season. Well, uh, last or I got here last spring, late December, by myself. At that time, I I didn't work. I was I was here for like a month, being with the with with the teammates, and then my my wife came in. And it was basically baseball season then, but I hadn't played in any years. And like, like you said, 10 years, I hadn't played, you know, competitive baseball. So I didn't work much that time. After that, after we, after that season, over over the summer, and then we got back for the fall. That was my first fall experience here at Point Park, full, you know, full season of practice before the baseball season. So that was things I had I began working. I had to work every single day. So I was working for Amazon um, overnight for three days, three days a week overnight. And I would I would start my day would begin at eight thirty, and then I would be back at home like around four thirty five a.m. and then I would go to practice at ten a.m. Wow. So that was my. And then after that, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't, my body was breaking down. I began doing Uber and Lyft, but I would still do it every day. That's crazy. Now, has your, has your wife been able to find a good job? That's the thing. Luckily, we've been blessed to, to, she has her same exact job. She's only working from home. With the same company, oh okay, same pay and and everything. That's why we've been able to to stay afloat. But now that we have all these bills, I had to bring into the table at least a hundred bucks every day in order for me to be able to put, stay here. Otherwise, we wouldn't cover the bills. Sure. Now, what are you studying in school? Intermediate major, were you able to choose uh, disciplines, and so I chose psychology and sports management. So that's that's, that's what I'm about to graduate in December. So, what kind of career would you like to have if you're not playing baseball? I would like to I would like to try to see if I can be part of a of a team in the operations department, or in uh, I mean, I would probably like to. I would also love to be like somewhat of a coach, but we'll we'll have to see. Are you in Pittsburgh full-time now? Or? Last summer, we went to San Diego. The plan was to go to San Diego this summer and spend the entire summer over there and then you know, come back again. Due to COVID-19, we we decided to, to just stay here. We'll see what happens. Now, ultimately, you think you're going to move back to Southern California or you're enjoying Pennsylvania? I'm, I'm not going to lie. My We most... <laughs> Most likely we'll move just because of our family, but sure, we're really considering it because California. I mean, Pittsburgh, right here, Pennsylvania, where we're at, it's it's such a peaceful place. You know, you have you have so much. It's a great place for your for for your for your kids to 
to grow and to go to school at. You know, the, the school district is amazing. There's a lot of job opportunity. It's much more different than California. Like, and you feel so much. Not that California is unsafe, but here you feel you're really, really safe for you and your kids. You know, and, and it's really peaceful. You you took the hiatus from from playing baseball, and you said you mentioned you basically just kind of did your own thing and played in a Sunday league. Has it been hard? Has has it been hard for you to kind of get your skills back up? Do you still do you think you're still improving? That you're kind of uh, your your potential is still untapped in regards to your ability. Yeah, no, yeah. to be honest, yeah, it was it was even really hard <laughs> trying to go play back at a Sunday league. I was never able to. I was just was just playing once a week, you know, and go out there and hit four times and go back home, you know, no practice, no nothing. So it was mm-hmm, hard. Mm-hmm. confidence was already low. In that sense, I was like, I figure out how to play baseball. I can't hit like I used to. But then I was like, you know what, I'm going to – so when I, I came to Pittsburgh, like I said, I didn't have the opportunity to practice or get that fall experience when you you see a lot of pitching, for practice pitching and stuff like that. I just came here. We worked out for two months and a half or three months, I believe, and the season began. So I did that struggle. I struggled at the beginning. And uh, um, and I, I actually and I also played shortstop. I was drafted as an outfielder. I was recruited as an outfielder. And I ended up playing shortstop. Uh, I played every single game as a shortstop and, you know, played every single game and hit every single game. So towards the end of the season is when I was getting confident when I was felt, felt better. I ended up hitting 306, but for a while, which for me, 306, it's, I don't think it's, it's it's really good. But I was able to hit 306 towards the end and ended up with that average. But now, but now it's different. I went through the fall. My, I, I feel like I've been improving. I feel like I know what I'm doing. Like, I, I, I feel like I figured out hitting, in a sense, like, that I, I can hit everything, but... I'm able to figure out how to do better, each at bat, what I did wrong, how to fix it, and fix it quick. How have your teammates been in regards to having you on? I mean, do you find it awkward at all, or is your, are you guys all kind of, the, you all just kind of gelled just fine? It was a little awkward. I'm not, it is a little awkward, but but I'm enjoying it. You know, the, the teammates call me the grandpa or the first sure. So I'm out there hitting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm out there about to go hit, and and all I hear is, "Hey, do it for your kids." You know, <laughs> come on, pops. So I mean, it's it's very enjoyable. When I'm I'm a humble person. I I'm not out there being a loud mouth. You know, I lead by example. Like I lead the way I play, and I I talk to the guys a lot, one on one, and and I try to really help out. Their, their mindset, you know, because that's what's more, more, most important. A lot of people struggle to hit because they are thinking too much. They're too much in their heads or, or struggling in life. And I really enjoy that part of, of talking to them and helping them out, you know, when they think, they think they're having a rough time. And then that got me really close to the guys, you know, they, they really, they really respect me and they give me the respect that, they think I deserve, and it, it's the coach as well. Coach has been great, so it's, it's been very, very, very enjoyable. If you could do it all over, what would be the one thing that you would have changed? I mean, do you, is there a part of you that wishes maybe you should have taken that you know opportunity to play pro? Um, do you feel like 
things could have been turned out better if you had stayed at San Diego State? Is there anything that you would have, that you, if you had the opportunity to go back and change that you that you would be able that you would do? Well, that's a hard one. You know why? Because uh, I have my kids now, and uh, that makes it all worth it. But if I would still have my kids, I would probably would have stayed at San Diego State, and uh, and I knew I would have done really good. With you being able to come back next year, are you anticipating being able to continue to develop as a player, um, put up some big numbers, and, and maybe hope for an uh, opportunity to play independent baseball? Or are you just kind of maybe concentrating on a more professional future at this point? Um, my fo- I'm not, I'm, my focus is not, if something comes up, then we'll see. But I really just want to graduate. That's my objective, but I am developing more and more. Uh, I was hitting 400 when the season ended, and I was, I was, I was, I wasn't come very comfortable at the plate. I would say I was still, it was still kind of, it was, I was, it was, I was, it was a hard kind of like a hard start, but I felt really good, and I managed to to be hitting 400, and I know I can hit more. I can hit more and I can perform more. And if I'm able to have a crazy season and if something wants to come up, then we would see, you know, because it's this kind of time where my kids, my full full attention and going to school every day, my wife working from home, she's taking the kids to daycare, picking them up, taking them to the bus. And uh, it's just kind of hard for, for everybody, but that's that was that's why I was kind of hoping this was the last season, but I am coming back. You said you're kind of hoping this was the last season. Yeah, I was hoping that we were gonna be done with it just because it was kind of hard for for the for the family. You know, it was really really hard for the kids. I was and for everybody, but and I was kind of excited that it was gonna be over. Um, that I was gonna graduate, and that I could give time to my family and my kids as they deserve. But now that it's not, you know, we're, we're still we're still grinding. We're still here. So, I mean, obviously you could walk away. Why is it that you're decided to play that extra year then? Uh, because we want to finish what we started. You know, we want to finish what we started over here. We are settled here, um, and I want to I want to finish school. I want to finish school and even possibly start my master's my master's degree and take advantage of this situation as much as we can. We know it's not forever, so we are definitely coming back and seeing how I can potentially. You know, I want to see how how much better I can get. Also, you know, I guess that's always been in the back of my mind. What could have been, or how much, how, how, how big is my, my potential? I know I've always had potential, but I want to see if we take that extra step and see what, how, how, how does it look? I wish you absolutely nothing but the best. I hope that you're able to stay safe and healthy and on top of things. And I look forward to seeing your box scores next spring. 
Sounds good. Thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, stay safe. Goodbye, man. How can you not root for that guy? That's quite the story. And how about his wife, huh? For her to move across the country just to help him? Mm. That's nuts. Bless her, too. And bless you guys for listening. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell somebody. Please give it a rating. Please give it a really high rating. It's a, it's a labor of love, and it's your feedback and the RTs that I see and the likes that I see on Twitter. It's all that which, which keeps me going. So thank you very much. Till next time. There's a high drive to center. Goodbye.